You're listening to Cross Currents from KELW News. I'm Hannah Baba. We start today's show in the city of Richmond, where residents voted this election for city council, for the West Contra Costa County School Board, and they passed Measure U, which changes the way businesses are taxed and would generate $5 million a year for the city. Overall, the results show big wins for progressives in Richmond. What does that all mean for the city? I talked with Edward Booth, a journalist with the news outlet Richmond Pulse, earlier today to hear their take. So first off, let's start with the city council. There were three city council seats on the ballot. Tell us who won and what it means for the city of Richmond that they won. So all three winners belonged to this faction known as the Richmond Progressive Alliance, which has been a force in Richmond politics for much of the past two decades. So Gail McLaughlin is a former mayor of Richmond, a two-time mayor. She won one of the three council seats. She's returning to Richmond politics. She vacated her seat previously to run for lieutenant governor of California. And so in general, what this means is that the Richmond Progressive Alliance has a majority on the council again. They lost their majority in 2018. They currently only have three members on the council. And so this will come into play with, you know, issues the city is more divided on with the Richmond Progressive Alliance. So in the past two years, two big examples are these kind of housing development issues, which have been going on for about two decades so it has to do with housing at Point Milade, building housing there, and then housing at this polluted site um, known as the Zeneca or Campus Bay site, which is in the southern area of Richmond. But these two developments were kind of tied up for a long time. And over the past two years, the council has really moved forward on them with only the two kind of stalwart uh, Richmond Progressive Alliance members um, voting against so you could expect to see maybe resistance or at least um, renegotiations over these two kind of uh, property development agreements. Okay. In addition to uh, housing and, you know, property development, what other issues can we expect this new city council to tackle now that the Richmond Progressive Alliance is more prominently in there? Well, generally speaking, they're more, you know, interested in in progressive issues like supporting renters and supporting the public employees of the city. They're very tied to environmentalism, which goes back to the property developments. A lot of the reasons they oppose these property developments is for environmental reasons. And the environment is already a big issue in Richmond because of the Chevron refinery. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, the so the Richmond Progressive Alliance is kind of the main force that's opposed Chevron in the past 20 years. Kind of before the 2000s, uh, the Richmond Progressive Alliance, they didn't exist. So, so Chevron kind of had much more control over the city and uh, much more control over the city government. And it kind of came to a head in 2014 when Chevron contributed $3.1 million to candidates that were opposite the Richmond Progressive Alliance candidates. So yeah, it's, it's not in the best interests of, you know, corporate entities like Chevron, especially Chevron, for uh, Richmond Progressive Alliance members to be in power. That 
should be interesting to follow. So let's move on to another area, education. Richmond residents also voted on four school board member seats on the ballot. And similar to in Oakland, it looks like charter schools were on the ballot this year. Can you tell us more about that race and the results there? The charter school-related interests as they have in past elections, donated a fair amount to certain candidates that lost this election. They they kind of outspent mainly the teachers' union by a bit more than, than three times donating to their candidates, and then all the candidates endorsed by the teachers' union and actually the Richmond Progressive Alliance um, ended up winning. Another measure that you are following closely is Measure U. It's the measure that will change the business tax system in Richmond from a payroll tax to a gross sales tax. Can you tell us a little bit more about Measure U and why why this matters? What will it do? So this measure is a progressive tax, which means businesses that make more money, they have higher gross receipts is the term, will be taxed at a higher rate. And so this tax will... One thing it's doing is raising much more money for the city. Richmond is kind of in a structural deficit right now. They had to cut about like $29.5 million from the budget this year. So a lot of the cuts did come to, you know, police services and basically services in general. So this tax money would definitely help fill that in. And I mean, overall, what's interesting is if we take Measure U, it was supported by Richmond progressives, right? And we talked about the school board and we talked about the city council. And it feels like there's a progressive wave, if you will, in Richmond. I mean, we already think about Richmond as progressive. But what does this mean for the city of Richmond that all of these triumphs or all of these elections that are being won are being won by the Richmond progressives? I think what it means is that, um, you know, more progressive policies are going to come forward. Uh, more progressive leadership is going to be in the wing in future years. Um, it's it's very notable that, you know, Richmond for a long time has been very progressive, but it's very notable that no more, you know, pro-business candidates slipped in or, you know, one or two charter school candidates slipped in. Um, just... The fact that all the leadership is on this more progressive side is is very significant. And what are you hearing from folks in Richmond? What's what's the mood in the city right now after the elections? People generally are happy. I think there's there's been some kind of complaints from the business community, but for the most part, the, the sort of regular residents are are very happy with this result. And so now that the election is over, we have these results, we have kind of this 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 Richmond progressive wave, if you will, winning. What are you going to be focusing on next? Well, immediately the the council right now is trying to push in a um a development deal on on one of the 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 Zeneca site which I mentioned earlier. So I'm following that currently. They're trying to get it done by the end of the month. So <laughs> Uh, the the RPA candidates who are coming on in public comments and stuff are suggesting that the council wait until the new council arrives. But they're trying to get this development deal finished um, very quickly. All right. Uh, Edward Booth, thank you very much. Thank you. 
Edward Booth is a journalist with the news outlet Richmond Pulse. We've got a link to his reporting and all our Richmond election coverage. It's at KLW.org. 